There are legends round here, even if only in their own minds. Forgotten, but not dead. Some have tried to stop them, but they keep coming back. Coming to entertain you. They are the Crystal Lake Soldiers. Welcome back to the Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast. My name's Isaiah, joined tonight by Sean and Ted. How are you guys doing this weekend? Feeling good, man. Feeling good. Doing pretty good. Happy 4th, belated 4th to everybody. Yes, definitely. We are recording on the weekend of 4th of July. It's actually the 5th today. But we hope that you enjoyed the 4th, got to enjoy something you know with everything going on hopefully some fireworks i know around here they're lighting up fireworks for probably about five hours around here give or take i mean it was at first i thought it was like a fucking thunderstorm going on outside because i had my blind shut and everything and like my house was shaking and huge booms i look outside no it's people are just lighting off mortars and stuff it was it was great it was nice to be able to see people actually enjoying and being outside for once instead of all cooped up with everything fucking going on right now. Just a minute, Isaiah. You thought the Canadians were attacking. Just a minute. <laughs> Those the damn Mounties Canadians. Are, the Mounties are coming. The Mounties are coming. <laughs> that would make it interesting. Anyway. It would. It definitely would. <laughs> that gave me an idea for a movie. <laughs> Attack of the Killer Canadians. Yeah. That would that's be... Too uh, on the nose. That's, that's too on the nose. <laughs> Attack of the Moose people. There you go. But they're so nice up there, you know though. I don't, have, I don't have to impress you people. So. Yes. <laughs> Please stop trying. The Vancouver Connection. <laughs> oh you have God. the French Connection, you have the Chinese Connection, now you have the Vancouver Connection. <laughs> Oh, my God. So what have you guys been up to this last week? I know, Sean, we haven't seen you in about two weeks. Yeah, man, I got taken hostage at Zombie Fest, and I decided I would never come home again. (laughs) 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 I had a great time out there and honestly didn't really sleep much. (laughs) This week I slept until the 4th. But I had a great time. They had shivers and... Frank and Hooker, the next day, Day of the Dead, and Return of the Living Dead, and Reanimator, Just and funny, all three Maniac Cops. Yeah, I know. When you said that, I was like, hey, I'm going to pick that up. <laughs> yep. It's all right, man. It's not my favorite, favorite, but I, it gets fun towards the end. So That's, it's more of a um, mental fuck, if that makes sense. Okay. I know it's definitely one I haven't seen either, so uh, I, I know. I love Cronenberg's work, so it's definitely one I'm going to yeah. be picking up, especially for the price. I mean, you I mean, can't really beat the price. Flick, man. It just, it, it's a slow burn, I guess you would It's say. no scanners. Right. Yeah, that's right. for sure. <laughs> it's no dead zone. It's no the fly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It has its moments. That's why it was great. Frank and Hooker came after that. It was a nice get everybody riled back up. Man. That's how I feel about Rabbit. I didn't really care much for Rabbit. I didn't think that was too great. It wasn't like horrible, but it wasn't yeah, great either. I'm not big on that one either. Okay. But the you know, price was so good, cheap but... that I pre-ordered the Blu-ray anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to get that in Little Monsters, I mean, it's hard yeah, to beat at that I price. Yeah, that bundle. So, it's Little definitely... Monsters, that, that's my thing, man. Yeah, I love that movie. For sure. I can't wait for that. How it's been you... so many years since I've seen that movie. I really can't wait for that. Fred Savage was robbed at the Oscars for Little Monsters. (laughs) (laughs) Howie Mandel, man. He's pretty good. Howie Mandel, supporting actor, yeah. Heck yeah. Fred Savage is just amazing in both movies. Right. And and The Prince's Bride. Nobody talks about The Prince's Bride, really. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good movie. It is a very good movie. Not his portion, at least. Grandpa, read it again to me tomorrow night. <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like, I got a life, you little crumb snatcher. Take your medicine and go to bed. 
Those damn crumb snatchers. <laughs> hey, on a side note, I wanted to um wish the missing Mark a happy birthday. I hope you had a good one. Yeah, yes, definitely. We're missing you this week. Mark. Mark has decided to abandon us to celebrate his birthday. <laughs> At a castle. That's a better excuse than dragons. <laughs> At a castle. You know what? I support Mark's decision because I would totally have a birthday party at a castle. Heck the yeah. hot tub sold me, especially. Right? <laughs> oh, heck yeah. That's where I would spend my entire birthday is in that hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, sh- I'm sure he's having a great time. It looked like it was a lot of fun for what they did. Did he mention, did he mention the hot tub? Did the hot tub have jet propulsion? <laughs> I'm sure it probably did. did. You mention it. Oh, that's the best. It's like you're farting if you're sitting on it. Bubbles are coming. It's great. <laughs> you that extra satisfaction. Right? <laughs> I'm oh. 12, I know. <laughs> God. That's good. I spent last night doing nothing but watching 80s flicks, so I've got that humor ingrained into me right now. Yeah, so what? what did you end up watching again, Ted, last night? Well, last night I I dubbed it my July Fourth awesome eighties blowout celebration or something like that. I, it was very convoluted. I, I do that for <laughs> yeah. Your your message reasons. through PlayStation was a little bit convoluted, but it made sense. <laughs> I understand. But uh, I decided to because I was in an eighties mood. Of course, I was like, I'm just going to watch eighties comedies celebrate. 4th of July. And uh, so I started it off uh, like at 3 or 4 in the afternoon. I really don't remember. But <laughs> I started at some point. I started with Rad because Rad is awesome. And I hadn't watched the Vinegar Syndrome disc yet. So mm-hmm. that was a perfect timing. And then I transitioned to Joysticks, which I love it is one of my favorite '80s comedies yeah, ever about about good video arcade. Not just the arcade, the video arcade, as they called it. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie. And then I watched Revenge of the Nerds because it's just classic. I love yep. Revenge of the Nerds. Then I watched Hot Moves, which Code Red had put that on Blu-ray a few years ago, so I popped that in and watched that. Then I watched Fraternity Vacation, which I'd already watched a few months ago because it just came out, but it's a perfect movie for this time, so I watched it again. (laughs) And then I kind of broke my own rule without realizing it because I watched the original Meatballs, even though that came out in 79, not 1980, but I figured close enough anyway. After the fact, I realized it. I was like, whatever. I was originally going to watch Meatballs 4, but I was like, oh, wait, that was (laughs) only enough. I was like only 80s movies but then i still ended up breaking that rule by watching meatballs one <laughs> <laughs> but oh, i watched wow. six movies and i was done at like 1 30 or, or two o'clock in the morning or something okay whatever uh, that's what I, that's how i did it i took a pause and started driving around and watched fireworks that were being shot off in the countryside and stuff is fun stuff so i had a really fun fourth of july really enjoyable Awesome. Awesome. And I ordered a lot of chicken nuggets with barbecue sauce (laughs) (laughs) from McDonald's. I haven't bought anything from McDonald's in such a long time, but I was like, what the heck? (laughs) Indulge a little (laughs) bit. I bought bought a 20 piece and a 10 piece. I was like, I'm going all out today, baby. (laughs) You might as well. Jesus. I pulled up, but I was like, I want a 20 piece nugget, a 10 piece nugget. And I want, and they says, "Is there anything else you like?" And I said, "Yeah, barbecue sauce." <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> I was like, "We're going, we're going full steam here, baby." <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, watched movies and potentially got fatter. <laughs> hey, but it's a celebration, so it's okay. Yep, exactly. Yeah, mine. Because uh, I'm I'm on my vacation right now, and that started uh, Friday. And uh, so far, I've uh, watched a lot more of Community. I've been binge-watching that now that I'm finished with that 70s show. On top I used of, to love that, man. I oh, used to watch that when it was actually airing. I, was same here. One, I was so sad when they canceled that show. 
before yeah. they moved it to Yahoo or whatever it was. Yeah, that's how I drifted away. It like, became more difficult to watch. So. Right. Even though they said it was made it easier, and it really wasn't <laughs> easier to watch it. But that, that's a whole other story. So I've been binge-watching Community again, and uh, then I ended up watching Raw Force, which if you haven't seen Raw Force, I highly suggest it. It's a fucking <laughs> yes. great movie. It's got kung fu. It's got zombies. Kung fu samurai kung fu zombies. zombies. I mean, it's got everything in it. It's just absolutely, absolutely great. Uh, yesterday, I ended up watching Return of the Living Dead, which obviously, for reasons, 4th of July, I mean, takes place during that time, and as well as we're reviewing that tonight. Then I ended up watching Jaws as well. And then today, I watched uh, Deadline, which is another Vinegar Syndrome release, which really surprised me because it's it's so different from what they normally release it was a more serious movie it was like a better acted movie than you normally see with a vinegar syndrome release which kind of took me back a little bit just be for that fact because it was like a a quality movie that they released it's like what's this good movie doing <laughs> right it it was it was a little weird but it was a very very good movie so that that's another vinegar syndrome movie i highly suggest if you haven't seen is uh check out deadline is is really 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 good and then on top of that i mean i've got so much vinegar syndrome stuff to watch this week with <laughs> being on vacation right now and I ended up hurting my back yesterday, so I'm a little bit laid up right now, and so I can't really do much, <laughs> which kind of sucks. But So I'll be spending probably the rest of my week off just finishing up all my Vinegar Syndrome watching for sure. So that's kind of what I've been up to lately. Not a whole lot, <laughs> but I'm, I'm just glad Sometimes I'm off Sometimes laying right now. around doing nothing is, is a good vacation. Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. It is, believe me. That's what I do on my vacations. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with it, that's for sure. Nope. But, the only thing I would like to do is maybe go to a theme park, like a real theme park. But yeah. at the same time, that costs money, and I'm like, you know what? I don't like to spend money unless it's on <laughs> awesome Blu-rays. Afraid. <laughs> yeah, they've made the restrictions so tough here. The few theme parks said, well, if... They like submitted something asking for a little bit different stipulations because of the amount of land they have. So they don't get approval. They said they're just not going to open them. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. They're... Like they're limiting them to like, I think, a thousand, which I mean, sounds like a lot, but after you staff the place, mm-hmm. and it's not, they're you sitting, can't, on, like, you can't they're sitting on over 100 acres of land. They got to yeah. staff the place. And by the time you're done with it, you're going to only be able to, you know, let 500 people in this huge park. It's just, yeah. Money like that. Yeah, like the next town over where where I go to for pretty much everything, they passed the law saying you have to have a mask on if you're in public and you get caught, it's like this fine. And I'm like, Oh, of course, it's all about money. I don't care about COVID <laughs> or infections or whatever. You just want to catch people doing something that you've just put in the law so you can get more money. So I went I went to this movie store to buy a couple of movies because I had a 4th of July sale before I started my mm-hmm. awesome celebration that I can't remember the name already. But um, <laughs> Awesome 80 <laughs> celebration or something like that. But I was just like walking around and I was just like, I can't breathe in this. I felt like Dark Helmet from Spaceballs. I can't yeah. breathe in this thing. I finally just said, forget it. I don't care. So I pulled the mask below my nose so I can at least breathe. I'm like, this defeats the whole freaking purpose. This is stupid. Yep. Yeah, it's but bad. then I saw other people doing the same thing, so I was like, okay, at least I'm not alone. <laughs> now nah, I know how you feel, man. I basically, yeah. I mean, people can judge. I don't know how you want. do it. You go grocery yeah. shop, Sean. I don't know how you do I've it, gotten man. to the point where I don't until someone says anything to me, you know, oh, like okay. a store right. employee. That's why, because between the heat of walking up there and all that. That's a lot. And yeah. some people, you know, they think you're a piece of crap for it, but it is what it is. We can yeah, all have our own opinion. Nipple. We can all have our own opinions on it. Yeah. I'm going to lick my nipples and just don't get near me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In fact, I want people to stay away from me just because I'm antisocial. So. Right. <laughs> I 
I think I'm just going to say, forget I'm not wearing a mask, and I'll just cough, too. <laughs> just keep it in your pocket, and that way, if it's an issue, you can throw it on and shut them up. Like, you know, the store is like, we're going to kick you out or whatever. Sean, that sounds like the judge after my first hearing. Keep it in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't mean to bring those memories back. To you, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's good. But back- yeah, I saw somebody not even wearing it, so I'm just like, of course, that was if that was me, there'd be like three cops in the parking lot <laughs> eating donuts, and then right. be like, hey, what are you doing without your mask? And I'd be like, hey, why aren't you catching real criminals? <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, this whole, I don't know. I'm just so tired of everything right now. I I have a very strong feeling that Texas Frightmare is probably not going to happen this year. I mean, with, I feel the same thing, man. I mean, as sad as as much as I don't want to admit it, just with how people are reacting to everything, and it's not yeah. even necessarily it being serious or not. It, it's just with how everybody's reacting. I, I have a feeling they're going to end up just canceling for this. There's year. been a few that are in October that have already canceled theirs, and I keep thinking, God, man, ours is before that. Yeah, it's gonna they're gonna axe oh. it. Which, Texas was being liberal, but now they seem to be getting panicky and locking down there too. So, damn. As much as it I sucks, get, I mean, it is just what I it guess, is. I, I guess I could say the one thing is, traffic was so light yesterday when it would have been like heavy because people are staying indoors. So when I when I got on the highway to drive, I was just like, man, this is great. There's like. Yeah. Barely anybody on the road right now. Right, that's how going to the drive-in was. It was like hell yeah, dude. I wish, <laughs> I wish the traffic was at least. That's how like, like everybody can stay inside. Just let me go out and drive around and do what I got. Yeah. The traffic. Give me you know how much pass. Pass. That's great. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. It sucks. I mean, it is what it is. If it gets canceled this year, I mean, it'll just be me more excited to go next year. passes for next year. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then I can use that money that I was going to use for Texas Frightmare to get the yearly Vinegar Syndrome package. (laughs) I've been thinking about doing that when Black Friday hits, to just go ahead and get the yearly, just to see how that pans out. Yeah, I'm, I'm because I'm running short on movies that I actually want to buy now from them because I bought the majority of stuff already that I right. wanted from them. Plus, I mean, on top of that, because uh, that's kind of where I'm at, too, for the most part. I mean, there's probably maybe 10 movies I haven't gotten yet that I need to get still. But beyond like that, three for me, but beyond that, I mean, with getting the the yearly package, obviously, if there's something you don't like, you can always resell it. And usually yeah. you can make your money back. That's um, what I started thinking about. I was just like, I could just like trade this in for store credit. But yeah. I'm like, you know, because there's only about like three or four movies I care about that I don't I haven't bought from them yet. And I want to get Perfect Strangers just because that's a Larry Cohen film. Right. And like I said, The Calling, The Calling's coming out in August. I love that movie, so I'm getting that. Yep. Beyond that, other unless Silent Madness is their 3D release, What's what in like September, October, whenever it is later this year? I think it's. I really their black. It's going to be during their Black Friday sales. I think what they were saying. Black Friday. Yeah. Okay. So, unless anything else, you know, I'm pretty much for the most part really done for the year. But I was just like, you know, if I can just use that money and just buy that subscription yearly exploitation or whatever they call it, the yep, the horror and exploitation. yeah, horror exploitation pack. Get that, and then I could just be set for the whole year. And I agree. Other than VSA, but then they give you they email you coupons for those if you're a subscriber anyway. So if there's a VSA that I like, I can still get money off of it. Exactly, there. and I, I think they still do the fifty fifty percent off on that. I believe this is what it is. I don't remember exactly, but I, I know it's a good chunk off for VSAs. So I know July eighth. I know Ronan. I mean, I know we're pretty much just doing casual right now, but like July eighth, Ronin Flicks is gonna have in stock finally um, three fifteen on Blu-ray and oh, uh, awesome POW okay. with David Carradine's Vietnam War flick. Nice. That's gonna be on Blu-ray. Night Visitor, which is a horror film. Um, Death Warrant with Van Damme's getting a special edition treatment. Oh, from them. That's nice. To, so that's in two Very days, cool. actually. Wait, three days, right? 
what's today? The fifth? Yeah, fifth. Yeah. Fourth. Yep. I can't even think anymore. Yeah, the eighth. <laughs> so that's Wednesday. So, and there's one other movie I can't remember. So they got five movies going up for sale. So that'll be interesting. That's great. Well, you know, yeah, talking I want three fifteen and POW. Right. Well, talking a little bit about uh, Blu-rays and whatnot. Kind of a little update regarding what we announced last week with uh, the Firefly trilogy. That has been officially announced as a Target exclusive. Yeah, that made me mad. I mean, me too. Well, I don't like buying from Target, to be honest. I do, because I get a discount, so there. <laughs> Anyways, so it is a Target exclusive. It is, <laughs> it is a steelbook, and then uh, that it's going to be about twenty nine ninety nine. so it's not badly priced, and it's coming out in early September. I think it's good for people who don't have the movies yet, but it's just going to be the same disc from what I heard. It's nothing new. True, but I mean, it is Blu-ray, and like I was saying last week, I have the only one on Blu-ray I actually have is Three from Hell, so yeah. um, it'll be good for me to get House of a Thousand but Corpses the, and Devil's Rejects I think it's on so Blu-ray. stupid they're calling it the Rob Zombie Trilogy. Call it the Firefly Trilogy. Yeah, That's I thought that was odd. That was just weird. Was on the odd. spine, it just says Rob Zombie Trilogy. I'm like, Rob, we know you made the movies. We don't need your actual name on the freaking spine of the steelbook. <laughs> You can have it on the front. It says Rob Zombie's Firefly Trilogy. I don't care about that. Really? Just call it the Firefly Trilogy. That's why I said this is an easy pass for me. I was so looking forward to it. And they're like, oh, it's only Target. Oh, it's just going to be called the Rob Zombie Trilogy. Oh, it's the same disc. I'm like, I've, I've already got these discs. I don't need them again. Yeah, I have everything. Good, good for the people most who don't have them. Like, good for people who don't have them, like I said. But it's a pass for me. and My anal retentiveness will just have to survive. <laughs> you'll be all right man. you'll be okay because honestly down the road there'll be another set I'm, guaranteed i have faith in that and maybe that one will have more features but i like steel books and i'm looking forward to it and september 8th is going to be a good day for me because i will definitely pick that up for sure but that was just a little bit of an update on that seeing as we kind of covered that a little bit last week but are you guys ready to get into this review yeah. But there's one thing we didn't mention. What's that? Or there's two things we didn't mention. Full Moon announced that they are going to release a corrected version of Taurus Trap. But of course, it's going to be 50 bucks because it's going to be <laughs> in a VH, VHS style box. It's also going to contain a Mr. Slauson um, action figure, a Chuck Connors action figure. That's kind of cool. That's cool, but fifty bucks is too much. That's just Charles Band saying, "I'm going to get these people everything they want." Plus, people are speculating it's not true. Don't buy it right away. Wait for a review because there's a rumor that he that the company possibly used the German Blu-ray transfer, which is just the five minutes that were missing from the first Blu-ray. Uh, this German Blu-ray just used uh, standard definition shots for it, which doesn't make any sense because the movie was released in a in a new transfer on DVD back in the day, and it was an anamorphic transfer. So, yeah, I still understand why the five minutes were missing. I don't, I don't get that. But people are speculating that it's just going to be that uh, German version ripped onto a U.S. disc. So. Don't go buying it just yet if you're, you know, even if you don't have the movie, wait. <laughs> I say wait till you get a get a review in and see what they say. Is it a, actually a new transfer or is it just the German disc ripped? And Full Moon also said they're going to release their movie Ouija's Halloween Night on Blu-ray in October. So, yeah, looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> Where's bad channels, Charles Band? Where is bad channels? I want that on Blu-ray. Darn it! I'm gonna talk to Charles about a Ouija's Corona Zombie crossover. Wouldn't that be great? (laughs) That's what I want. I want a Trancers Corona Zombie crossover. (laughs) That would be so insane. Trancers throw the the time travel aspect in there. Oh man, the Trancers Zombies get (laughs) mutated by the coronavirus. And become even deadlier. There you go. What will Jack, what will Jack Death do this time? Is this his final? We're mission? bringing back Fish Face. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> Unceremoniously killed off screen in between movies. Is bullcrap. Yeah. Remember as a kid watching those movies, I was just like, you know, I loved Shark. And so I was like, I popped in Transfers 4 and VHS. They were like, oh, Shark died. Here's his head. And I was like, what? <laughs> you have this really cool Yeah. <laughs> and then his head's turned into a lamp. <laughs> I was like, That's well, that was underwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I do want a lamp like that. But... It would be cool. <laughs> it would be very cool. Anyways, are you guys ready? Yeah. All right. It's yeah. party time. Let's review 1985's Return of the Living Dead. They only come out at night. They're mean, rude, and dead. Not them. Them. There's a hundred of those things out there. How many did you say? A hundred? The dead are refusing to remain buried. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? We're going to call the boss. They've come back to life. They're hungry, and they're not vegetarians. The graveyard out there is full of people coming out of the ground. We have a little problem. What the hell is going on there? Rabbit weasels. What? More brains. Do you They're back from the grave and ready to party. party The return of the living dead. All right, so Return of the Living Dead was released on August 16th, 1985. This is probably one of my favorite zombie movies of all time. I've I've always loved this movie. I remember when I saw it the first time... uh, I completely fell in love with it. This was actually my first horror comedy that I ever saw too, which was great. And this, this movie is just so good. And I, I can't say enough good things about this movie. Yeah, definitely one of my favorites all time too, man. And I didn't even realize it was a horror comedy till I got older. Like it was just a badass, crazy movie to me. Right. <laughs> the only movie I forgive running zombies in. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, but uh, oh please! Everybody knows Return of the Living Dead Five: Rave to the Grave is the best. Of the <laughs> Ted, Ted, you, you, are, you now are dead silent. to me. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, Return of the Living Dead is is great, and the first one is the best of of the entire franchise. I, mm-hmm. I love this movie, like you guys. Uh, it's fantastic, start to finish is great. I love the punks. I love Freddy and um. James Karen, Clue Gulliger, and I love all, I love all the characters. They crack you. They crack me up. <laughs> this is the way of life. I was getting ready to say the same thing. I think this is a joke. The way of life. <laughs> no one understands him, Ted. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, Gas so cost money. You got money, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there's so much good things in this movie before we get into talking about the movie just quick tidbits regarding the movie uh, directed by Dan O'Bannon stars Clue Gulliger James Karen, Tom Matthews Don Caffa and of course the lovely Linnea Quigley had a budget of 4 million dollars it actually made 4.4 million in that first weekend it was out and grossed about a total of 14 million during its initial run in theaters Uh, some quick trivia uh, Miguel Nunez was actually homeless when he was cast in the movie, which I thought was interesting. I n- never n- knew that aspect. Uh, the, yeah, that's wild, man. Yeah, the one <coughs> the one cool thing that I love with this movie is like the the eye poster in the office, uh, the yes. eye test poster, <laughs> which is so great. Like it, I I never noticed it until actually a couple of years ago. But it, for those of you who don't know, it actually reads: Bert is a slave driver and a cheap son of a bitch who's going bald too. Ha ha! Which is just great. <laughs> it's so good because I mean, obviously, with Blu-rays and everything, you know, coming out, uh, you can obviously see things like that a lot better. And it wasn't until I got my Blu-ray that I first noticed that. So. That was great. And then finally, the other cool thing that I never actually knew 
up until recently is this, uh, the role of Bert was originally offered to Leslie Nielsen, which could you imagine what it would have been like if it was <laughs> Leslie <laughs> Nielsen instead of Clue Gilliger? <clears throat> hey, he did prom night. So, <laughs> I mean, it would have been so wild with Leslie yeah. Nielsen in that role. He might've been a legend before he was a legend. <laughs> <laughs> right. It would, have, it would have been a different dynamic. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Oh my Not god! Not that that's bad. Just say it would be different. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely, but yeah, that's kind of what I had for some trivia with regards to this. But yeah, let's talk about this movie because I fucking love this movie. Hell yeah, one of the best, man. Mikel Nuno, I like how you brought. That's insane that he was homeless, man. He's one of my favorite characters in this. Just his quick remarks he's, and comments as they're fighting through the zone. He seems like he's one of the a only, great actor. Yeah. Yeah. I, I he, agree, he does man. so many good stuff. I, I, I think Miguel Nunez is fantastic. Definitely. man. It's always a believable character. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, I think he's one of the most take charge of the punks, man. He's like, yeah, everybody seems scared running around. He's ready to fight and get out of there. And yep. fucking, yeah. A natural <laughs> leader. Yeah. I like when he yells something about this honky motherfucker or whatever. (laughs) Do you ever fantasize about dying? I try not to think about death a lot. (laughs) Because that would be my response, too. I try not to think about death. (laughs) Trash is taking off her clothes again. (laughs) It's just a kid. Oh, that that strip tease (laughs) was something else. As a kid seeing that, I was like, whoa. (laughs) Rubbing all up on his leg. He's like, have some respect for the dead. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. It was so good. So good. I I love that uh, Dan O'Bannon, when they first released the movie, I guess this is another little tidbit. When they were doing the initial screenings and whatnot, he didn't realize how many, like, females actually went and saw the movie. And he said if he would have known that a bunch of women were going to end up seeing the movie too, he would have made Tom Matthews get naked too, just like <laughs> quickly. <laughs> wow. I'm thankful he didn't know that. Right. <laughs> we love you, yeah, this Tom. Isn't not that much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're not Lloyd Kaufman, Dan O'Bannon, okay? So. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Not tar like man, how about tar man? Oh man. god, it's one, one of, of my favorite zombies. zombies. Brains. I think his name's Alan Troutman. Troutman, yeah, something like that. I I believe that's his name. He was a puppeteer for. Uh, he he worked on Married with Children. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, he um he had some on screen roles in Married with Children, and he did some some behind the scenes stuff too. He also did uh the, one of the co-creators of Married Children, when they made that other show and Happily Ever After, okay, he was the puppeteer for uh, for Mr. Floppy while Bobcat Goldthwait was the voice for yeah. it. That's oh, that's awesome. awesome. So, yeah. So uh, there's that little tidbit there. Nice. I like it. Stuff I didn't know. What are we going to do now, Bert? <laughs> <laughs> James Karen is such a freaking whiny. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it so much. <laughs> He's all acting tough in the beginning, like you know, he's trying to show off for Freddie, like I know everything, and everything hits the fan. He's just like ah! crying and screaming. Let's call the boss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it when they're when the I'm one zombie, break. when the one cadaver's pounding on the door, and Clue sends Tom Matthews over to the door. <laughs> the door, and Izzy's just trying to stand as far away as he possibly can. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's gonna be okay, boy. Just go over there. Oh, <laughs> uh, and of course the cadaver just bum rushes him. It was great. Love. That's it. what I love about this movie, man. Is as much as you can laugh at, like the scenes where they try to get horrific and terrifying, do have a terrifying feel to it. Like, yeah, oh yeah, it doesn't hold back at all. So many horror comedies are more of just comedies with a little horror. I feel like this is a horror movie with. Just the right balance. It's perfectly balanced. Yeah. You know what would make me feel better, Tina? Brains. <laughs> yeah, that whole transformation Freddy, I thought was in... great. 
Actually, when they when they first uh, when they're in the morgue, and you know the paramedics first come, I thought that was a great scene to kind of set up to you know basically show that they're actually dead and they're turning. I, I love kind of how that builds up and everything with the music, and how no just morgue. everything kind of goes together with it. It was like it was the it was like a good point of tension in that movie, which was needed at the time because there's a lot of like fun and angst. Ang- Ugh, shenanigans going on. And uh, I, I thought it, it was a nice break in that to kind of get more serious for a second and kind of show, you know, what was going on and everything. And I, I thought they handled that very well, and it was a nice change of pace before they went back into the high-octane, you know, shenanigans again. With I've always thought it was cool how they both kind of transformed differently, too, where Tom Matthews kind of just... He's suff- they're both suffering, but he embraces it and becomes like the rest of the savages running around. Yep. But Bird, he decides to go and off himself because he don't want to put up and deal with it and be like that. So mm-hmm. Yeah. It's an interesting kind of aspect. Maybe you do have a choice <laughs> when it's all coming down. Yeah. yeah I see where he straight. takes off his wedding ring and puts it to the side. Yeah, that, that, that's a good that's scene. Cool. Even the song yeah. fits it, man. Like, yeah, I like that scene a lot. It's a sad scene. Yeah, it really is. Like, I, I like the depressing, sad stuff too. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> well, that guy's a zombie, so my life's not too bad. <laughs> better living through horror, right? One thing I got to say is the effects in this movie are top notch. I mean, definitely, man. Everything from the puppets that they use, like the half, you know, uh, zombie woman, you know, that's all decayed and stuff, to even just the makeup. Yeah. It makes the pain go away. That's creepy. Yeah. Yeah. You have this thing (laughs) strapped to a table with her spinal cord hanging out and it's like just kind of flopping it's so weird looking yep he's talking like this makes the pain go away and they all do look dead and rotting they're all slimy and yep wormy and all that good send more paramedics <laughs> right yes. I mean, so that when all the cops pull up and line up, and then all of a sudden you just see the zombies. They just get ambushed. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It was great. Yeah, it just kept happening. <laughs> Honestly, going back to the the effects for just a moment, the only thing that didn't really make a whole lot of sense was Linnea Quigley's makeup in it because it made her look more like a vampire, a vampire. than a freaking zombie, which, I mean, that was more of an artistic choice, obviously. And and whatnot, but I mean, it just didn't really kind of fit with the whole zombie kind that of. That poor homeless yeah. guy just sees her walking, and he's just like, <laughs> "What is this?" <laughs> right? He eats his brains. Of course, if I was in that position, I'd be like, "I'm getting out of here," because no, no, no chick whose neck is going to be coming up to me. So I'm like, "I'm out of here. <laughs> Something's not right. I'm getting out of here. Run. Leave my leave my carts. I don't care about my cart. Run." <laughs> Yeah, if a girl's naked, don't trust her. It's <laughs> even if you walk in your room, but if you don't, if you don't know. You still might have to question that shit. I don't care who you are. Boy, there better be a naked cheerleader underneath your bed. <laughs> God. Oh my God! Uh, and the music in this movie. I mean, the top the music notch. choices in this is just top notch too. Even about you know, the general. We haven't talked about the general oh, yet. The he goes general. home. He's like, "What's for dinner? Meatloaf." He's like, "I had that for lunch." <laughs> Those lamb chops. Those lamb chops. <laughs> I love it that they brought him back for part two. Also, that was yes. Real, you know, yeah. That was great. Also, <laughs> oh, so good. <laughs> I love the end when they just send the nuke just to take out the whole town. Just, just to be done. They just take out the whole town. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Yes sir. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, the guy's just like, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> He's like putting in the coordinates. Like, sir, yes, sir. <laughs> and then you can hear him telling, yeah, yes, sir. Well, everything seems under control. The rain is going to take care of it and put all the fires out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just going to reanimate some more. <laughs> I haven't talked about the soundtrack yet. 
That's what I was just mentioning, is I love the soundtrack in this. Uh, the music choice was, again, top-notch, especially that that that, that song, because they used it twice in the movie, and it kind of just gets you amped up for the movie. You know, when the when the rain first comes and reanimates the corpses the first time, and then you have that skeleton crawl out of the grave and look up, and his mouth just opens up, and that song it's starts. it's time to party. It's time to party at that <laughs> point. Party. All the kids getting ready. This rain burns. Is it supposed to burn? Is it like acid rain? Lene is, is all naked. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> give me your blouse or whatever it was that uh, Joel Shepard had. And they're like fighting over it. Yep. And the car, the car roof like, collapses and they're all getting wet. It's just like, yep. That's why you don't party in graveyards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I never party. understood that. That was not <laughs> Oh, let's go in there. <laughs> and, and all the drunk people I knew that did that always saw something was going on. There was something there. Like, yeah, <laughs> a bunch of bunch of forty ounces in your system. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh my god, it's, it's so good, John. You have to take the tonic, or else they won't reveal themselves to you. <laughs> I was saying maybe the maybe the movie was all just one drunk imaginary. <laughs> and part part two is the real movie is that what you're saying <laughs> get this damn screwdriver out of my head <laughs> i love that part in the second one <laughs> i don't care what people say i, I love part two also i do too I, i've never understood yeah. the hate for part two i, really I don't either haven't. i i I know it's the actors. I know Tom Matthews. I think he's mentioned that him and James Karen were just like miserable in part two and hated it <laughs> for whatever reason. Yeah, I love that they're in <laughs> it though because like, that just like adds the to the whole joke of it, you know. So I think they just didn't like the director or something. I mean, I don't know. <clears throat> Maybe I just remember him saying that you know they're the only ones who came back from well besides the general with this little small cameo. They were the only two main actors to, you know, come back for the sequel. And he's just like, yeah, we didn't have a good time. <laughs> or something like that. I've always assumed the fans that don't care for it is because it didn't have quite the intensity of the first one. Probably. It's, I personally have been, always heard, enjoyed it. but I heard the movie would have been PG-13 if it wasn't for the zombie with getting the torso shot off by the kid. Uh, yeah. I heard. I don't know if that's true. That's what I've heard. But I'm like, me if it, I could I mean, see where it probably yeah. could have ended up like that, if that wasn't the but case. I'm like, was that really gory enough for an R rating? Because <laughs> the movie's not gory anyway. You know, no, not really. Not really. It's basically a parody of the first movie. When you I think, think when it, it when it came out, they were getting so touchy with all the ratings. That's the only reason there was even a PG-13 made at the time. So right. Yeah. Well, people complain was... about Gremlins and Temple of Doom. They're like, it was too dark. Of but course. then they both got resubmitted, and they still both got a PG rating. So it's just like, you know, <laughs> it's like you know, you accomplish nothing, <laughs> right? God, that's so good. Jeez, <laughs> so useless. But um, and I like part three. Part three is fine. Oh, part three is great, especially Melinda Four. Clark. I mean. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> that one. I mean, it returns back to the darker tone of the. There wasn't even any off. humor in it, man. Yeah, the whole movie, yeah, are. it's just straight horror. I mean, it's yeah, Brian Yuzna. That's I mean, he's he's a gore man. So I mean, the the gore effects were, you know, yeah, they were there. On. That yeah. head Spanish guy once he has his spine half ripped out, like oh gosh, yeah, that was great looking. <laughs> yeah, I love part three. Yeah. After Absolutely. part three, I consider it done. So. Yeah, same here. <laughs> Are you telling me you guys don't like Necropolis? No. <laughs> I will no. say when I when I finally saw form five, just like a few years ago, I picked up the DVDs for dirt cheap. I watched part four and I was like, that was bad. But I guess, you know, I kind of had a fun time with it. It wasn't great or anything. And then when I watched five, I was like, this movie doesn't make any sense <laughs> because some of the kids who lived in part four and part five, they're in college now and they're, they're putting the trioxin 
into drugs to sell at raves. But I was like, y'all do remember that turned people into zombies in part four. You were there and you survived. That's so I was like, are you? And I was just like, that's yeah, just bad writing. It's just a bad movie. <laughs> right. <laughs> so even though I don't, they're not in my rotation. If I watch the, the other three movies, you know, I pretty much just stop at three anyway, like Sean said. Yep. That's a good place to stop but, for it. But probably, probably Vestron will release four and five on, on Blu-ray soon. It's Lionsgate. So, you know, everybody you get know. ready for a double feature of <laughs> Dead four or five on Blu-ray. I will pass. That's for sure. That's going to be my, my joke gift to you for Christmas. If that happens. Return I'll be to like, sender. I'm, I'm going to give you a great present and you open it up and it's, no, I said night. Not of the return of the living dead. <laughs> you know, honestly, I, I say I would return it. But honestly, when it comes to movies, even if it's bad, if if I get it for free, I'm probably going to keep it. You know, I, yeah, I definitely have shitty movies. in Right. <laughs> no, I got some bad movies that I'm not going to get rid of. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like building my collection. Know, you never know when that one weirdo might come by that actually wants to see it. So. Right? <laughs> yeah, you never know. <laughs> uh, good times. Well, I mean, I, I totally want to, like, for a joke gift, like, buy that evil bong box set and give it to somebody just as a joke. <laughs> Happy birthday or Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I think that'd be a great joke gift. <laughs> Maybe I almost did that with John. Like last year, for you, it was yeah last year. They gave you like a free one of the free ones. Yeah, the free one was Evil Bong anyway. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Like they knew if they read Ted's one. Just think, if I would have done that, (laughs) Sean would have two copies of (laughs) Evil Bong, whatever it was. Right. (laughs) Oh, that's good. Well, do you guys have any final thoughts regarding Return of the Living Dead before we close this out? Yeah, you know, I heard, you know, like Joel, you know, Joel Shepard got stuck with the other guy at the warehouse in the midst of all the chaos. I don't know if this is true, but I've I've heard stuff like people didn't like Joel Shepard on sets. I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> I heard like some people apparently have said she had some sort of attitude and mm. thought she was better than i guess the movie or whatever i don't again i don't know if that's true this is just stuff i heard about (laughs) i read some stuff about one of the people in the movie but i'm not even going to talk about it i know who you're talking about i know what it is we all know he's a piece of crap and we can all just move on (laughs) it's not gonna make me stop watching the movie though no (laughs) me either i love that movie before i knew what he was (laughs) yeah exactly right he gets he gets his at some point, so he gets blown up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times. I will say the movie's fantastic. It's a great 80s horror comedy movie, mm-hmm. whatever you want. Can't go wrong with it. Yeah, A definite must-watch if you're just getting into horror. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, well, what, do you guys, what would you guys rate it out of five? I've done a hundred of five ratings, but I still have to go five on this one, man. I can't not give it a five. <laughs> yeah. This is just a fucking awesome movie. Probably, I would probably put this in my top ten of all time movies. Like, I like this movie that much. So. Okay. Ted, I would give it a ten out of five because that's how much <laughs> I love it. All right, so five out of five. And then, yeah, I mean, obviously. I, like I said, no, I be- ten out of five. Get it right, Isaiah. So five out of five. <laughs> Don't lie <laughs> to the public. Anyway, he, he just took Mark's five and threw it on his too. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know he'd probably be right there with all of us. Yeah, I obviously I got to give it a five out of five too. I mean, it's like I said in the beginning. This is like my this is my first like horror comedy movie that that I experienced. I think it's the perfect zombie movie. And yeah, I, I can't say enough good, nice things about this movie. I fucking love this movie so much. Definitely a five out of five for me as well. It, it's one of the few movies that after I watch it, I just want to rewatch it again. 
Yeah, I, I would agree. Do that for me now. I mean, I used to be that way as a kid. Any movie I could just watch over and over again. Of course, you know, as an adult, I don't do that anymore because I just don't. Yeah. <laughs> but, th- but this is one of the few movies that makes me go, I just want to hit that play button again and just rewatch it again. Cause I love yeah, this. I can agree. I agree. Because uh, for one, this movie is like the perfect pace. I mean, it moves along so nicely. It's mm-hmm. like it doesn't feel like it's that long of a movie. And it keeps your attention and it gets your, your blood pumping because it's just so much adrenaline in this movie and it's everything just so put well put together in this. It's it's the perfect horror zombie comedy. I, I fucking love this movie for sure. So yeah, fives all across the board. We would always love to know what you guys think. You can always reach out to us through our social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all at CLS Podcast. We want to thank you for checking out this week's episode. And, Ted, do you have any final words of wisdom for us as we leave? Well, I would, but you changed my score from a 10 to a 5. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, how can I trust you now with my wisdom? All, all these years of wisdom that I have built up. Message of the well, day, fine. don't you, screw you know, Ted over. <laughs> You, you don't, dang now, you don't. <laughs> okay, well, you know, when, when people tell you, okay, here's here's here it is, just so people know. I'm not <laughs> this, this is my this is my wisdom quote of the week. When people tell you that you're going to regret that in the morning, you know what? Just sleep until noon. There, problem solved. It's not the morning anymore. Something. Come on. I mean, do I have to think, do I have to solve all your problems, people? Just right there. <laughs> That's good. Sleep until noon. I love it. All right. Well, we will see you guys. Yeah, I've, got one, I've got one for the kitties, too, if we okay. have any kitties. For if Cinderella's shoe fit perfectly, why did it fall off in the first place? I've been wondering that since I was a little kid. That's the a good point. If the shoe was supposed to fit perfectly, why did it come off? That's you know why? Because Cinderella is a ditz. She's a sweet ditz, but she's a ditz. She's dumb as bricks, people. God. I don't know what Prince Charming saw in her. <clears throat> All right. We'll, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for joining us today for the CLS Podcast. Check us out at www.clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media with the hashtag CLS Podcast. Until next time. Stay safe, campers.